Hello, everyone, people, Hello. listeners, whoever is out there in the watery abyss. Mermaids <laughs> of the revenge. Yes. <laughs> Aboard the revenge. Um, I'm your host, Laris. And I'm your other host, Caitlin Adams. And this is Overcaffeinated with Attitude. Today, we have a special seaworthy adventure for you. Today we are talking about our flag means death and we are very excited because we are having a guest speaker, Sarah Sinto, the one and the only. Oh, our favorite, a very close friend of ours is going to join us on the high seas today to talk about everybody's favorite pirate obsession um, and the HBO Max show that has literally plagued my brain um, for the last few months, I can think of nothing else but pirate love. So I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so happy to have Sarah here with us today. And we got some piratey type beverages in hand that we'll speak about later. So let's dive right into this episode. Perfect. I really liked that the episodes were about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was great for my brain. Because I've I've found it so hard lately to just get into any television show. So this one was, it had heavy and light topics. um, And I think that it was a very well-balanced show. And also it was funny without being overly funny. So I just can't wait for all of us to talk about it. Yes. Yes. I've watched it three times now. So I feel like I'm bursting at the seams to talk about my pirate love. Um, so for a little background, this show was created by David Jenkins, who was also the, okay, take a step back. So he has, you know, had his hand in several series, um, but he was the show creator of a show before this called People of Earth, which in doing my show research, I remembered, but I had completely forgot. It was on for one season, and it was this hilarious show about people that had been abducted by aliens, and they were in like a support group about it. And it was literally the most fun, funny show. And then I completely forgot about it because I guess it was canceled. And then he uh, reappeared this year with... Um, a little show called Our Flag Means Death, um, which is a HBO Max exclusive. And um, I'm going to be honest, the reason why I started watching it is because I saw Reese Darby, who is famous for previously uh, his stand-up career in New Zealand. And most famously, I think most people would recognize him from Flight of the Concords, where he played the band's manager, Murray. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, and then I saw uh, Taika Waititi's name uh, associated with it. And I'm like, and I didn't even realize that he actually was in it, but because of everything, I knew if this was going to be anything like, um, you know, Taika's other properties, like what we do in the shadows, the amazing vampire comedy um, that I was going to love it. So I geeked out about that. Plus pirates. I don't know about y'all, but around when I was like 11, 12 years old, like pirates consume my like ever loving being. Uh, I think it has to probably do a little bit with pirates of the Caribbean, but I just loved everything that had to do with pirates. I was obsessed. So uh, I'm ready to geek out about this show. Um, It's 
themes um, that coincide perfectly with Pride Month, of course. There are a little, a lot of representation of the LGBTQAI plus um, community, and it's been received in a really popular light. So I just kind of want to talk about what we loved about it and um, its representation. I'm also really excited because I believe that on the first day of June, they announced that they're re-upping for season two. Yes. Um, yes. So <laughs> I am always happy when there's a season two because that just motivates me to want to watch something even more because it, it means that it's good. I mean, I feel like with at least Netflix, you know, a lot of things do get canceled pretty quickly. So I, I'm, I was looking uh, through when the episodes aired and it looks like it, they came out all in March. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm. Do we think they like held on to that announcement for pride? Yes, honestly. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> there was so many. There was like this, that hashtag renew our flag means death. People were like begging. They were just waiting for news. I, I know as soon as I finished it, I was like, there has to be a season two, right? We can't end this here. I, I, I have so many thoughts. I, I can't wait to get to this journey with you both because it literally wrecked me. The, the, the final episode wrecked me. And I was hoping that there was going to be a second episode or I would be devastated, I think. But um, there was actually, I don't know if either y'all are um, parts of it, but I'm sure if any of our listeners have stumbled upon this because of hashtags, they may be part of the Facebook group. Um, Our flag means death posting. Uh, And that actually went like apeshit cuckoo bananas on June 1st, um, when on the first day of, of course, Pride Month, uh, they released the knowledge that there would be a season two. Everybody went crazy. And it was like the most fun thing I've ever seen because that group of people is just such a welcoming, warming group of people in so many other aspects that they've connected over this show that the community surrounding the show has actually gone viral. Um, for its own reasons. Um, In researching, I found a bunch of uh, articles about how this community has helped each other get out of some really dark spots already. And the show's only been out since March. So I think that speaks volumes to, to, you know, what a show with positivity could do. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's been really interesting to watch a fandom be born in real time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love Steed Blackbeard um, fan art. I've been looking at it on Instagram. I'm obsessed. Um, so I can't wait to talk more about it. Have you seen any of the X-rated stuff? I have not. <laughs> I'm sure if I went to my Tumblr, which I still have, by the way. No, you got to go to AO3 and get look at those unhinged tags. What is AO3? I don't know what that is. It's a fan fiction site. It's fantastic. AO3. All right. Well, we're just learning lots of things today. I've just been seeing it on Twitter. Um, but I'm going to have to look that up as well because <laughs> all of the like the the showrunner and all the actors have been like full on supporting like this like not safe for work content, and I'm here for it. The shipping name for. Um, Steed and Blackbeard is Black Bonnet. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so I guess we should get into what this show is about now that we've geeked out about it. So it's about a crew of pirates in short. Um, and I think this will be like a relatively spoiler-free episode. I feel like I don't want to talk about what happened in the last episode um, other than my feelings about it and why I'm, mm. I'm team Edward and not team Steed. 
but it follows the crew of the Revenge, um, which is Steed Bonnet's pirate ship and their misadventures as pretty much uh, great people and an awful pirate crew. And um, the adventures that they kind of get themselves into as they stumble into the path of Blackbeard's crew. So I think that's a very high level overview of what this show is about. Well, that is the, that's the bumper sticker version, I think, which is good. (laughs) And it's crazy that this is like kind of based on real pirates. Yeah. Um, That's, that's the history part of it that kind of blows my mind a little bit that these were real people. And I would like to think that this is exactly how their life played out, even though I know (laughs) it's not, especially Blackbeard. I want him to be this beautiful, sensitive man um, that I know he isn't in real life or wasn't. But I could definitely see the portrayal of Steed being very close to reality. Not that we know, actually know much about what actually was going on uh, during this golden age of piracy, but I don't know. Steed seems like he might be pretty spot on. Yeah. So um, Steed, Steed is probably the most spot on from what I found. So um, this is from an article, a guide to the real life pirates of our flag means death. Um, This is a really nice little um, wrapped with a bow synopsis of the real pirates, kind of how they were put into uh, play in the story of our flag means death. So Steed, as we said, was, you know, the, the gentleman pirate and um, he was an aristocrat. So the real life Steed Bonnet, pretty much what we can find of him. He did run away from his family and decide to, you know, hop on a ship named the Revenge, uh, which he built and commissioned. He didn't steal his ship because he made so much money and he had little experience sailing. So he had to rely on the experience of his crew. Um, Now, Steed had ultimately been a pirate in real life for about a year. And um, he was hanged for crimes of piracy about a year later. Um, So I like to think that they're not going to go with that storyline. Although I feel like they've teased that several times when Steed has because I feel like Steed has almost died more times than he hasn't almost died in this series. He's been stabbed and hanged and I don't know, has he been shot at all? He was shot think so, near. Yeah. <laughs> there were shots fired near him. Shots were fired. <laughs> and I think he was like in real life, he actually died at 30, which is insane. It's insanely young. In these Although for the time, wouldn't that in be old? Times. Yeah, in those times, that was probably, you know, the average Tuesday, but. Right, and then additionally, of course, there is Edward Teach, aka Blackbeard, my favorite, um, and he also died at approximately, I think, I can look that up, I think he was 38 when he died, which was ancient, Um but and especially in pirate years i think he outlived a lot of his other legendary figures um probably just because of the crew that was surrounding him um so he hoisted the sails on his uh famous pirate ship the queen anne's revenge and um blackbeard and steed bonnet's uh, relationship in the show is mutually exclusive as um, you know, business partners and, um, other things, but in real life, there was a connection in which they do think that they did sail together for a short time. Although, um, 
Yeah, I read that they where they meet and start to sail together is portrayed accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as their relationship goes, it everything that we have seems to suggest that Steed did bring him on or you know seek his help to become a better pirate, but that's kind of where it ends. And then they separated after I believe a year or less. Yes, so it actually says that um, Edward Teach died approximately a month before Steed Bonnet had been executed. And um, so Blackbeard had actually been attacked by an armada um, from a Royal Navy that had been sent by the governor of Virginia. Um, so he had died approximately you know, a month before um, Steed had been executed for his crimes. And it does say that their relationship kind of did sour. So Sarah, to your point, I think that you know there is some historical accuracies, although I don't think the nature of their relationship is the same as it is in the show, um, which we will get into. Um, and then Izzy Hands, which also one of my favorite characters in this show. I think he's an adorable little daddy. See, I was very annoyed by Izzy in the show. To me, he was like a wannabe godfather character, and I just really got annoyed by it. But go on. Go off. <laughs> I just liked how desperate he was. I, I liked that he was always like irritated by his boss and kind of secretly in love with his boss and just like irritated all the time. I think that's relatable. I think so. Yeah. I mean, mm. I think that it's pretty f- funny when you watch the show um how much he like instigates a lot of situations and and tries to you know create tension between um steed and uh blackbeard yeah and so he actually um has a similar story uh where he was you know part of the queen anne's revenge blackbeard's crew and um you know after the deaths of both of those members he actually took a plea bargain and skipped out to england to live out the rest of his life so is he made out better than everybody else in this story what a dick what a dick (laughs) i mean kind of (laughs) we'll blaze through the rest of these although there's like one that i want to circle back to who i think is very interesting um calico jack who was portrayed by will arnett in the show he is also one of the most famous pirates to ever live the real guy was way more sinister he was married to some of the most famous female pirates and bonnie mary reed of course, he had a relationship with her as well. And a cool thing about history with the female pirates, both Reed and Bonnie had claimed to be pregnant with Calico Jack's children who helped them avoid execution. Reed died shortly after um, childbirth and Anne Bonnie was actually smart enough to fake the pregnancy, run off and never have to deal with anyone ever again, which was very cool. Spanish Jackie is also real. And then additionally, character of Jim is actually a modern interpretation of Anne Bonnie and um, Mary Reed, um, who are the pirates that I referenced with um, Calico Jack. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of made Jim into a cool mesh of both of those characters, plus the um, aspect that Jim is non-binary, which I think is awesome. And um, yeah, so those are our cast of characters for the most part. Um, The supporting characters are just as funny sometimes as the main ones. And um, so what did we think about it, Laura? This was the first time where 
like we made you watch something instead of like during this podcast process, you've been like, you need to watch this. <laughs> ah, you've been the taste or the trendsetter. <laughs> I like to think I'm trendy. Um, so it was a delight. That's that's a good start. Um, I definitely had favorite episodes. I definitely love Steed. I think I am team Steed, um, even though Eduard is so much cooler. However, I can really relate to Steed. Like he just is, you know, a gentleman pirate just trying to, you know, be different. He has Aquarius vibes. He's just a little chaotic. You know, I just really liked him as a character. I like how how he's portrayed. And I think that, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of messages that maybe aren't so forthcoming and in your face however are digestible light you know at times it's funny at times it's serious um and I definitely had favorite episodes as well um I would say my top two favorite episodes were the best revenge is dressing well and then the art of fuckery I think those were my top two of the series and I thought that I thought that it was a poetic ending now, if they didn't have a season two, I'd probably riot because it would just seem very, I guess, kind of like foreign film artsy ending. However, I'm really glad that we kind of get to see where this journey and these characters go. Yeah, agreed. I went in thinking it was going to be pretty serious. I mean, silly. Oh, my God. Um, pretty seriously silly, I guess. And as it went on, there was a pretty well-rounded story. And I think, you know, at first you think it's going to be kind of a, a growth path of Steed's, um, which definitely he becomes more likable. I definitely wasn't team Steed in the beginning. I was like, you abandoned your family to become a pirate. Why? But um, he grows and he matures. And um, then uh, unexpectedly, Edward Teach or Blackbeard, uh, we'll call him Ed because that's his name in the show, also has a really great, you know, path of growth in very different ways. And I think their relationship grows in this unexpected way and they grow from each other. And I wasn't expecting it to be so heartfelt, I guess. I thought it was going to be silly and there was going to be a lot of dick jokes because that's how it started out. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. I was not expecting, well, partly it was expecting because I was semi-spoiled before I started the show. Uh, But I really loved how we got from that ridiculous start to these moments that are just so tender and heartfelt and just beautiful between these characters. See, like Steed abandoning his family didn't really bother me. Um, <laughs> I know that's probably, <laughs> that's probably like terrible to say, but I mean, I think that we, I could understand that he was living every single day, maybe not being his true self in this heteronormative situation that he really just wasn't happy in. So I think that for him to take a risk is super brave for him to, you know, be the gentleman pirate and to, you know, pay his crew and, you know, do all of these things that aren't considered normal is really brave. And I think that throughout the series, you just see such a beautiful growth in him. And I think that it, it, it all comes back around where, you know, you kind of understand why he made the decisions that he made in leaving. And I think that you, you just see this person become more than a character or a character. And I I think it's really beautiful. And then I think you kind of see Ed become more vulnerable in a way that, you know, 
is is really special too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. And um, I still go back and forth um, because I do think to a point, um, to your point, Steed was really brave to take a leap of faith. And I wish he would have kind of got to the point where he did with his wife um, before he left her <laughs> because, uh, and I guess slight spoilers, we're going to have to spoil some things, but um, eventually when he does go back to his wife, Mary, they work out their shit. Um, and then they decide that, you know, they don't need to live the life the way society tells them to, which I think is a, a great moment after he, she tries to murder him. Um, and <laughs> I just, I think intentionally you're supposed to be angry at Steve at some points and then ultimately be like, yeah, he's the bravest one of the show because it seems like he's the most cowardly. He gets himself into these situations. We were joking earlier. He got himself hanged, shot, stabbed several times, I think. But he is actually the most brave, I think, out of everyone in the show um, because he always lived authentically, even though he found things, of course, through the series, as we find out um, about himself, he always was living authentically. He was you know, baby bonnet. He was fancy pants and he never was anything else but that. He never tried to be anything else but that um even when he was the gentleman pirate which i love him but not as much as ed (laughs) i think he was also brave in that like he was literally scared of everything that was happening but he was doing it anyway and that's kind of bravery (laughs) and super relatable i don't know about anyone else but (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean i just think that i believe that the pirates not pirates paradise but um where they go, the Republic of Pirates was actually a real place. It was. Mm-hmm. That was where I read that they did that uh, Ed and Steed do in real life meet each other and link up. And there's also a pirate code. Yeah, I mean, that's something that's been through all of, like type of pirate lore is that, you know, you can do X, Y, or Z, but there's a code of context. Conduct? that you kind of need to follow um, while you're pillaging and destroying everything. And then um, what was, um, what was the, the, the pirate um, thing where it's like, if they're in service to the crown, they get like a free pass. What was that called again? I can't remember. Oh, the act of grace. Yeah, the act of grace. I'm pretty sure that was real too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that was like a big way to, you know, deal combat with the pirate problem and additionally get people to you know be expendable for the king like yeah you're gonna be in the army like we don't really care what happens to you and they didn't really want to exhaust valuable members of society so they kind of put this act into place where either die for piracy or you know you get to hang out and be bros and you know fight for king george which and I don't die at war. <laughs> yeah. yeah, die at war or die a pirate. I also loved all the flags when they make all of the different flags in the first and second episode. Um, the cat one killed me. Well, it's true. They have knives mm-hmm. in their feet. <laughs> what was the other what was the other line about, about them? He has another line when they're at dinner. Something about witches and cats. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think it's like that they have crystals. Yeah. That whole runner of that character and his weird facts about cats yeah. was 
amazing. Uh, and, you know, another spot the Game of Thrones actor there. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely loved that also later on in the series, um, Frenchie and a few other people create the first pyramid scheme. Yes. That yes. Was, <laughs> that was that amazing. Was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I would just, I didn't get what was going on at first. And then they're like, do you want to get in on this? Do you want to buy part of a pyramid? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> the first pyramid scheme. It's the first MLM. <laughs> the first spam. Spam. I'm a Nigerian prince. Yes, it was the Nigerian prince too. It's yeah. hidden all of those boxes. Amazing. Amazing. Hold on. Also, what is his name? What is his what is his name from um Princess Bride? Um Jim reminded me of that character with their revenge. Or their Inigo Montoya. Yes. Yes. To me, that was giving me very um that vibes. Yeah, I was getting that as well, which was pretty great. I was I was waiting for them to have a catchphrase or a line but that didn't happen but I think that's because they were probably trying to subvert that connection yeah also Jim's way too cool yeah Jim Jim is is way too cool well although let's 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 not disrespect Manny Patankin (laughs) no no disrespect meant um Mandy Patankin if you're listening to (laughs) our podcast about pirates um but I Jim was one of my favorite characters Jim and Ed and I just loved the representation of Jim because it was just like this is who I am and it's not a big deal and then everybody was just like yeah that's who you are and I love that that is representative of like a lot of caring people that are just like and um, Jim, for those of you who don't know, um, is a mix of the fictional Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed um, mixed into this wonderful shell of Vico Ortiz is Jim and is like one of the single most attractive people I've ever seen once they take off their fake nose. But I just definitely love- agreed. <laughs> I just ha- love how Jim is just Jim. Um, and after they get over the fact that um, their crew member, Jim, um, you know, was a female at birth and, you know, might be a witch or a mermaid. Um, and Jim um, corrects them and says that they're not a fucking mermaid. Um, and that's just it. Like, that was the end of the interaction. Like, I'm just Jim. And I loved that. And even when Jim goes on to meet their master slash Nana slash nun, who is like, again, Nana was a badass. Nana was a badass. <laughs> like, life is pain. Was that the like, life is misery? Something along those lines, which could be another Princess Bride reference. <laughs> I've never seen Princess Bride. What? Oh my goodness. I know. I know enough though to be relevant. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I know that Sarah and her husband, Mr. Noah Sinto, um, had a really cool outfit one year, right? Yeah, we were um Buttercup and Wesley from from the Princess Bride for Halloween one year. I recognized it. Game recognizes game, but I've never seen it. So, 
Well, obviously that's something we're going to have to watch down the road, but <laughs> that <laughs> getting will be back another. to pirates. Back to pirates. So Nana was a badass and I love, like we were saying the interaction when Nana scenes Bonifacia, is that how you say Jim's? Bonif- Bonifacia? Bonifacia. Think- yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, Hey, Bonifacia. And Jim is just like, it's Jim now. And then Nana's just like, cool. And then that's it. There was no like, um, I think what this show did really well is not patronize its audience too with the representation. It was just like, this is how real people interact with one another. You know, it wasn't like, wow, you're such a hero for being Jim. It was like, no, you're just Jim. And now we have to kill these people that killed your family, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so you're Jim and you still have to go get your revenge. Yeah. Like, um, great. You're Jim now. Um, is this your boyfriend? Great. This is great. Um, okay. Let's kill these people, which I loved. And I think they just made it so simple. Like they just didn't overcomplicate anything. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just people that are living. And, um, side note, I watched this when it premiered in March and I had no idea that this was the pirate show with, um, um, representation in it. I had no idea. So, um, the act three, as we will, romance um, between, I guess, let's just talk about it. Steed and Ed caught me very by surprise. I was hoping that they would kiss. There was one part when um, uh, Steed says this really romantic line, um, you wear fine things well. And uh, it's a little bit. My heart melted and never in my a million years did I think they were actually like falling in love with each other. I was hoping they were. Um, and then they were. And then I just screamed like a little girl because I was just so excited for them. And their love story is so beautiful that at the end of the show without giving away, I don't want to give away the final episode. Um, I cried <laughs> twice, maybe. I was just like really upset afterwards. I was just... I want their love to go on. Yes. And all <laughs> their hearts will go on and no bad things to happen in pirate lands. And it's, it was just so natural too. And I think it was surprising because how often do you actually see a show where they set that up, where there's uh, that kind of a romantic tension between a, a homosexual couple a potential homosexual couple and then it actually pans out like how often is it not just bait not very often that is true that's a very good point yeah it's usually like um like you said bait (laughs) just trying to like get people to ship characters when it actually is never it's just like subtext in which they want people to think that but when it really pans out like I was like is this really happening like there's this scene where my one of my other favorite characters, okay, everyone's my favorite character now that I'm thinking of it. Um, but Steed's um scribe, Lucius, was just like, is this really happening as he's watching Ed and Steed fall in love? And that is literally the audience. Like everyone is sitting there, is like, is this really happening? Is this going to happen? Are they in love with each other? And um, it was just such a satisfying story because that there were so many jokes um about so many ridiculous things um from you know 
male anatomy to Spanish Jackie's nose jar. But these kind of topics were never taken as a joke or ever made a joke out of. And I think that's where like the show really succeeds because um, they were never at the brunt end of the joke, that part of it, which I think is mm-hmm. really cool and not often seen ever. And Lucius has a really sweet moment. Well, I, he just, his character reminds me of LeFou at, from Beauty and the Beast. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the, maybe it's like the, the outfit probably actually is definitely the outfit, but um, like, and, and I'm talking about like the like live version of LeFou. Um, I forget that actor's name, but yeah, Josh Gad. I mean, he just like basically like, I don't know, they could be the same person to me, but I, there was a really sweet moment where um, Steed wants to do, you know, a really like sweet, like endearing activity of going on a treasure hunt. And Lucius is like, listen, like this is happening. He really wants to impress you. And like Blackbeard's like, oh. So then like Blackbeard is like shows Steed such kindness in the way that he like is like, yeah, like let's let's go on a scavenger hunt. Like let's, you know put ourselves out there. Like I'm, I'm tired. I'm hungry. I don't want to be here, but if it's going to make you happy, then like, sweetie, let's do it. Like, I don't know. That just was a really sweet moment for me. Um, and I think that's where I finally like was like, Oh, okay. Like maybe there's something more here romantically. Yeah. I think that is a turning point in their relationship where you're like, this is actually happening. You can see the love in both of their eyes, which is like, so beautiful and Lucius is like pushing them together as their like advisor I don't even know (laughs) and their little during their little flirty conversation about what was it Blackbeard's bar and grill oh yeah (laughs) with a gift shop out back of course obviously Lucius was just such a best friend character too like he's the best friend that everyone wants like oh you're going through a breakup we hate him now or like (laughs) you need to stay strong like you're I'm your number one fan even though you're an idiot like he just was always there to pump up steed and I live for that I think both of you are like that to me and I hope I'm like that to you but I want I want Lucius energy in in the rest of my 2022 only I only have time for that kind of energy I agree only supportive energy yes and carrying ourselves like we're cute for sure (laughs) I want that line on everything. Did you end up getting that mouse pad or whatever? Oh no, I haven't bought it yet. But uh, the Laura, so there's this company called Jordan Dean, and they do like fandom clothing. But it look it you could wear it basically anywhere, and no one would be able to tell unless they like read it. Uh, and they have a whole line of our flag means death, including a mouse pad that says "Talk it through as a crew." Talk it through as a crew. I love that. Yes. And then additionally, um, I guess a t-shirt was it with the best quote, like one of the best quotes of the show. Like, actually, I think I'm so, so, but I decided to carry myself like I'm cute, which is such a vibe. I feel that we should just all carry ourselves like we're cute. So yeah, I just cannot get enough of the show. And apparently like no one else could either. Um, because like you said, like tying it in, um, the lack of merch has been super frustrating to people. So independent Etsy shops have just gone like all in on making merch. And um, like the shirt I'm wearing that is a tie into 
Twilight and maybe my favorite item that I've ever purchased. It has Mr. Edward Teach on it, um, but he has the vibes of Edward Cullen and it says Team Edward. And I got this from a shop on Redbubble and I think Etsy called Yeehaw Gay Piracy. And <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I never want to take it off. It's my favorite shirt. It also gives me the vibe of like the, the three wolves howling at the moon shirt <laughs> combined with that. And it's just, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yes. And I don't think anyone in the wild has known what to make of this or what it means. And I'm glad I want to see that one person that's like, ah, is that our flag means death? And I'm like, yeah, it is. And then we high five or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for that moment. It's going to happen. It will. We're to pride. I do wonder though, how many, um, how many more pirates we are going to be seeing at pride events this year. I hope so. I want everyone to have chaotic pirate vibes at every single pride. I've seen such an crazy. Okay. So this is what I wanted to bring up too. And I think this is going to be like pirate apocalypse. Like you said, um, there is like a shirt at old Navy that Vico, who plays Jim, um, wore in an Instagram post with matching orange shorts. And um, it's become the uniform of the crew. Uh, and the crew is the, the fans of our flag means death. And so everybody has been wearing, quote unquote, the uniform to, you know, school, um, their job, pride everywhere. And um, there's actually an article, if I can find it. Anyway. Um, oh, they have Blackbeard Star and Grill shirts on Etsy. You need one immediately. I, I need one to wear to Cape Cod and go to the Pirates Cove mini golf course, I which is that. epic and has all kinds of signs about various pirates. And I'm going to be sending you guys pictures of all of them if we go. Every single picture while you're wearing your Blackbeard's Bar and Grill. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get one for Noah too. He watched, he watched the whole show with me. <laughs> so he he's just as much, much of a fan. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad. Brian also loved it, but he couldn't understand why I was so emotionally wrecked at the end. He's like, like, I don't get it. And I'm like, are you not emotionally wrecked? Is no one else feeling the pain that I'm feeling? No. Apparently <laughs> this whole group of people online are, so I must be valid. But anywho, getting back to my, my, um, I can't find the article, but there is a whole article. It's gotten to that point. It's at a fever pitch where um, they've written because literally like on Old Navy, half of the reviews for this shirt and the shorts are, are flag means death related. People are wearing it and just saying that it's the uniform. And it's just wild that this silly show, um, oh, here it is. Extra magazine, oranges are literally the only fruit. And it is an article that speaks all about how this simple orange button down from Old Navy has become the clear uniform of 2022. And I love that so much. Here for it. Here for it. <laughs> I was three seconds away from grabbing one in Old Navy and they have like a a t-shirt version too, which I think would look better on myself personally. And, um, I, I passed it up and I'm pretty sad about it because, um, I want to be part of the crew officially. I know. 
Gotta get, we gotta get our uniforms, guys. Gotta get the uniforms. And it's literally everywhere. I'm seeing this orange shirt everywhere. And like I said, I've yet to see it in the wild. I hope I go to a pride event or something, or I'm just walking down the street and I see someone in an orange shirt and I'm going to yell at them and hopefully they don't look at me like I'm crazy. And uh, hopefully they're not a construction worker. <laughs> just like, I'm just hot. I like oranges. <laughs> just trying to fight off the scurvy. But I just think it's so beautiful that this silly little pirate show that starts out being a bunch of hapless pirates, um, telling lots of dick jokes, um, turns into like one of the most genuine love stories that I've seen in like a long time. Um, and I think that goes a lot to, you know, the writers, the actors, and um, everyone involved that really took care to make sure that they were telling a story that was outrageous, but in the right ways, instead of being harmful or hurtful. And um, yeah, I loved it a lot. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, because it just was a really sweet story. And it took me a while to get into it. It took me like two episodes and I'm just like, what are we watching guys? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I was unsure about it because I mean, I don't know. You, you, I think you expect pirates to be very, I guess, masculine, if that makes sense. Like you, ex I think you go in expecting like, I don't know, pirates of the Caribbean. Like, and this just kind of really stands by itself. Um, all of the characters do a really good job of standing on um, their own two feet um, and, and portraying a story that isn't, um, you know, it, it addresses, uh, I think, maybe those pirate stereotypes that maybe we have in our head. Um, and I think it kind of treats people in general with a lot of kindness. Right. I mean, I definitely think it like fluffs out the edges of like, the plundering and horrible crimes that pirates did but that's that's okay <laughs> <It's just laughs> silly comedy but I think I I personally was a little bit more um prepared for what to expect because I was going into it thinking it was going to be kind of like um what we do in the shadows which is an absolutely ridiculous vampire show same vibes I suggested to you Laura and I'm not sure if Sarah's seen it. Um, I have not actually watched it, but after yeah. watching Our Flag Means Death, I'm like, I need more of this Taika Waititi style humor. So I'm going to start watching it. So funny. It is absolutely hilarious. I don't even want to say it this way, but it may be funnier than, than Our Flag Means Death. But um, that's just, I mean, it's hit its stride. Like it's also in, it, I think it's fourth season. So it's had a lot more time to just get absolutely bonkers. Um, but that, and then additionally, if you're looking for a similar type of show, um, people of earth, which I think you can find on HBO max, it only has one season, but it's hilarious. And then I actually have my HBO max pulled up. So I'm going to check. Boom. I'm not sure if that's where it is. It has to be somewhere though. It's amazing. And then, um, finally, uh, in the same vein as all these shows, but a, a little bit more serious of a tone, um, reservation dogs. Uh, those are, are some comedies that I think have the, the same kind of heartfelt messaging where sometimes it can be a little bit serious, but it's absolutely um, ridiculous at the same time. So those are some that I just cannot get enough of. Well, do you want to talk about your drink? Yeah. Special Release the Kraken. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. So 
I released the Kraken tonight. Um, Laura sent me a TikTok of, I don't know who it's from, but it's cool. It's very cool. I got so excited because what you do is you take a glass and then you fill the shot glass with Kraken rum. And then you take a regular size glass and flip it upside down on the shot glass. And then um, while you're pressing on the shot glass really firmly, you flip it over. Um, so that the shot glass is like inside of it, upside down. And then you pour, well, the recipe called for frostbite Mountain Dew, but I did Baja Blast and pineapple juice. And then um, a little bit of blue carousel. And then what you do is you slowly release the shot glass and it releases the Kraken. And I like freaked out. I made like a little video of me myself doing it. And, I, um, and it's delicious. I wish I had more crack and rum. I only bought like a little like airplane bottle because uh, I wasn't about to get crunk on a Thursday, but man, they're good and they're funny. We'll have to make them sometime. Yeah. This sounds like a summer drink. Um, it should be the drink of the summer. Release the Kraken. Release the <laughs> So in all, um, yeah, I think everybody should watch Our Flag Means Death. Um I want to know what you all think. What did you think about the story? Are you excited for season two? Have you watched it yet? Who is your favorite character? Who did you fall in love with? Because I think there's someone for everyone on the show. <laughs> and um, what should we talk about next? Yeah, let us know in the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I do want to thank Sarah. She's definitely going to be on again. Um, but Yay! really enjoyed talking pirates with you. So thank you for being the best friend we can ever ask for and um, talking about our stupid, silly pirate show. Love you guys. Thank you for having me on. Love you too, man. Yeah, man. This has been Overcaffeinated with Attitude. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.